What's up, everyone? You are here listening to Matizia, and welcome to my first episode of my brand new podcast. Um, just to give you a little background about me, um, I am from Carrollton, Georgia, small little town, city, out in West Georgia. And like growing up there, I have a lot of great memories, very country, <laughs> um, but it was fun. Another thing about myself, um, I'm very much so into sports, which leads me to tell you this is what our podcast will be about. Um, we'll talk about all different types of sports, um, but mainly basketball and football. I've recently gotten into volleyball. I've gotten into softball. Even more recent, I've gotten into base college baseball, you know. Um, I mean, I've watched all this stuff before, but like as far as like really getting into it and really enjoying watching these other sports, you know, try to widen my um, palette of what I take in. Uh, I have a degree in sport management. That's how much I love it. <laughs> uh, I've always, you know, watched sports growing up. And that's pretty much all I watch now. Um, I absolutely love ba- um, basketball out of any sport out there. That's my favorite. Um, I've been a part of basketball since I was five. Um, and I just, you know, like I said, I love it. Anyways, that's enough about me. Uh, let me just, you know, tell you more so where I'm taking this podcast. This is my new baby. And I wanted to be, you know, open for me to do whatever I choose to do with it. Um, so I'm not going to put any restraints on me. I am, like I said, going to focus on sports. I'll be honest. I might throw in some random stuff here and there, you know. Um, but, hey, the main the main thing is going to be sports. But I'm not putting a, a cap on what I'm going to discuss on this here podcast. But anyways, let's just get into it. Football is back, baby. Football is back. I'm I'm telling you guys, I was so excited to watch football. I mean, I I was like, I'm not doing nothing today, blah, blah, blah. Then I realized, oh, snap, it's my mom's birthday. I got to do something. So we went out. We did our thing earlier in the day. And I was rushing to get home. My mom's like, we got one more stop to make. I'm at the house. I'm like, man, come on. But it's okay. It, it was her birthday. And I, as much as I wanted to go home and watch the the very first, the very first game, you know, out of love, we went and I took her and we came back home. And I was glued to the TV the rest of the day. Um, in regards to what I saw, man. You know, it was a few, like, really good games. Not even a few. It was a lot of good games on Saturday. And like I said, it was it was fun to watch. I mean, I'm going to kick it off with the North Carolina and Virginia Tech game. First off, we all expected North Carolina to win that game, unless you're like a Virginia Tech fan. <laughs> um, I know it was an away game, but I don't know. I had higher expectations for North Carolina for some reason. And watching them... I feel like quarterback kind of struggled. I don't know. They just didn't. They just didn't give me the vibe that they're going to contend for the ACC, like we all expect them to. And it's easy to say that, but then you watch Alabama versus Miami. 
And Alabama curb stomped Miami. I'm sorry if you're a Miami fan, but Alabama absolutely turned up on them boys. And when you look at Alabama, honestly, I feel like Alabama is up here and everybody else is down trying to catch up and they're they're battling themselves. I know it's just one week of football, but Alabama looked really good. And that quarterback for Alabama, whoo, that young dude is going to be fire these next few years um, or, however, you know, three years. I can't remember. He's young. He's young. Um, but they the way they replace in Alabama, they lose players and they replace and they don't miss a beat. You know, that's coaching. That's definitely coaching. Nick Saban always has him a great team around him in regards to coaching staff. And it's just it's just crazy. It's phenomenal, though. Uh, Miami, though, you know, Alabama's Alabama. So I made that comment about the ACC. Now it's wide open. Uh, Miami can't continue to. You never know. You never know. I got to see what they do. I got to see what they do coming up, um, you know, because you watch them. And then you watch Clemson turn around and get beat. And honestly, I truly thought that Clemson was going to look a little bit better offensively than what they did. The quarterback for Clemson looked scared. I mean, that Georgia defense was scary. I would probably have been scared too. Not going to lie. <laughs> but, like, during the Clemson game, they kept showing this same commercial. And it was like, DJ deserves uh, Dr. Pepper. And I made a comment about it. I'm like, DJ does not deserve a Dr. Pepper. Give this man Dr. K from Kroger and stop showing me this commercial. Because DJ is scared. <laughs> like, I'm so sick of seeing this commercial. DJ is terrified. That boy is running for his life back there. He looked like Patrick Mahomes when he played Tampa Bay. It was kind of sad to watch. Their offense didn't do anything. That was a defensive game on both sides. Don't get me wrong, guys, because Clemson's defense looked really good too, but I was more impressed with Georgia's defense. Um, and I'm not a Georgia fan. I'm not saying that because I'm from Georgia, but I was really impressed. Um, you know, if I'm just being real with you, I was really impressed with their defense. Their offense needs some work to me. I know they was missing players before anybody tell me, but their offense does need work to me. We'll see what they look like when they're fully equipped. But, I mean, it's part of the game. People lose players all the time. It's, you know, you got to do what you got to do and Georgia step up. And um, their defense got them the victory. You know, it, it was really a defensive match. So that means that Clemson has left the door open. Because, you know, Clemson's been running the ACC for years now. And I feel like most people were probably thinking it's going to be a Clemson-North Carolina battle because North Carolina looked really good last year and under Mac Brown and stuff. So I really thought that it was going to be Clemson-North Carolina battle. And then Miami might slip in there. But, like, it's wide open now. <laughs> wide open. <laughs> so we also got to see the Penn State-Wisconsin game. Um, that was a good game. They didn't score anything till late, but it ended up being a really good game. Um, Penn State can probably be one of those teams that end up really good in the next few years. They have a number one recruiting class so far right now in the 2022 class. I don't know if you guys know that, but Penn State has been recruiting. And I'm kind of impressed. I'm, I, I am impressed. Um, I, I'm not saying that they're about to be in the playoffs, you know. I'm just impressed. Um, 
at how they've been recruiting, how they're getting better year after year. Because um, Penn State used to be one of those teams that, you know, was pretty good for a while and stuff. And we all know what occurred at the college. Well, that was a long time ago, but Penn State used to be a pretty good team. Um, you used to like to watch the Penn State rivalry games and stuff. So, you know, I was pretty impressed with them as well. But then let's talk about my favorite team, Texas. I'm a Texas Longhorns fan. And um, I was very interested in this game because Sark, like, this is his first year. I wanted to see what he was going to do. We saw what he did with Alabama in the championship game. I mean, the way he called that game. <laughs> and then dude, one of the wide receivers that committed in the 22 class was like, shoot, man, who want, who don't want to play for this man? He signed me up during halftime of the game. That's how impressive Alabama was to watch in that championship game. You know, so Texas, I was very intrigued with them, of course, because that's my team. And watching them play Louisiana, a lot of people kept picking Louisiana. I was kind of shocked. I'm like, dang, y'all think they're going to beat Texas? Then Texas stumps Louisiana. Then you have people saying, it's just Louisiana. Like, no, no. Where was that energy at? Where was that energy at when y'all was picking Louisiana for the upset? Where? The I think the margin was three points for Texas. Maybe it maybe seven, maybe seven at the most, but I feel like it was three points if I'm not mistaken. And Texas ended up winning by twenty. And you know, I was very impressed with Sark. Um one thing I like about them, the coaching staff over at Texas is they make adjustments within the game. I don't know if y'all realize, but most coaches wait to have time, they make adjustments. And by then it can be super, super late. Like why wait to have time to make adjustments? They made adjustments early. I mean, first possession, second possession, they're making adjustments um, defensively. And, like, I, I was just impressed with the coaching staff. Um, Sark put together a really nice coaching staff. And here recently, Texas jumped to number three in the 2022 recruiting class. Don't know if y'all paying attention to that. So, like, let's just say, because, you know, Texas is transitioning to SEC. If Texas was in the SEC right now, they would be the number one recruiting class. I know it's not over, but I'm just saying, like, you know, imagine what happens when we officially make it to the SEC. It will be very, very interesting because the SEC can recruit their butts off. Well, those top schools, LSU, Georgia, Alabama, you, you got a couple more, but they can recruit really well. So I was very impressed with that. Um, I think Texas would be pretty good. If they can get them a couple of good recruiting class on the start. I could see them being a playoff contender eventually or coming back to what we know Texas to be. Then another team I want to bring up was Oklahoma and Tulane. Now, I said I was a Texas fan, so I ain't going to you know, dog Oklahoma. But Oklahoma did not look as good to me as they should have. Oklahoma is the type of team that puts up points on everybody. We already know that, but we expected their defense to be really, really good this year. And, I mean, they won by, I think, what, five points? Ain't no way, ain't no way. They should have stumped Tulane. Tulane looked good. I was surprised. like, dang, I don't know if it's Oklahoma stinking it up or Tulane really looks this good. But, honestly, 
Oklahoma allowed Tulane to look better than what they probably are. They'll probably be good within their own conference, but there's no way they should have been in the game against um, Oklahoma. No way. Um, Spencer is an interesting quarterback to me because Spencer is really good at times. They have him as an MVP candidate before the game. And then other times you're like, oh, you know, you question some things. I think one, his first interception, he threw into triple coverage and I'm sitting there like, you don't see those three defenders right there. You know, sometimes I feel like he has his moments where his moments where like his thinking just slips and boom, mistake. I still believe Oklahoma's going to be great. I still believe that they're going to run through a lot of teams in our um, conference. Um, I'm interested to see how Texas plays these next couple of games. Before I tell you, I think Texas has a fighting chance to compete with Oklahoma. So I feel like this these this last season or two with the Big 12 will be very interesting. Then we're going to switch over. And I'm going to give you my winner of the week and my loser of the week. I'm going to do winners and losers every episode. My winner of the week is Alabama. I'm sorry, but that them boys look good. I, I'm not an Alabama fan. I don't really care for them, but I respect Nick. Them boys look good. Like I said, they're up here and everybody's playing catch up. My loser would have to be North Carolina. I expect way more out of them. I wanted to say Clemson. But that Georgia defense, I mean, you got to put some respect on that. So you can't get as mad, but I'm definitely going to go with North Carolina. Heck, the ACC is the loser. Never mind, scratch that. The ACC is the loser. They look like some bums. I'm kidding. They kind of did. They look like some bums. <laughs> you know, they should have done a lot better, in my opinion, this weekend. So I'm going to change my loser to the ACC. Then last but not least, I got about a minute left. I want to talk about the NFL. Thursday night football, the Cowboys versus Tampa. The Cowboys looked really good. I am a Cowboys fan. America's team. Bring the energy, baby. I know I'm going to get hate because that's what y'all do when it comes to the Cowboys. Y'all nothing but a bunch of little Stephen A. Smiths running around complaining about what the Cowboys do and how, how the Cowboys suck and calling them the Cowgirls. But y'all tune in every time we on the TV. We set a record. Of course, Tampa Bay played a big part in that. But like I said, Cowboys, America's team. People come to watch the Cowboys no matter how much they hate them. But um, honestly, though, I thought it was going to be maybe a 14-point game. I thought that we were going to stick there close for a minute, and then towards the very end, Tom Brady was going to Tom Brady. But we actually, like, stuck in that game, got a lead. I was mad that we left one minute and 24 on the clock. I'm not crazy. I know what Tom does. Tom is the GOAT. Nobody can change my mind on that. Of course, he went down there and did goat things, got them the victory. But I was still impressed with the Dallas Cowboys. They looked really good to me. I am interested to see what the other teams look like on Sunday. I am really excited, y'all. I've been waiting for football for a long time. It seems like basketball season comes around really fast, and football season takes forever. But, guys, I really appreciate y'all listening to me. Uh, I don't care if it's one person, a hundred. You know, like, I plan on growing anyways within doing this podcast. And I am really excited. Um, People debate with me all the time on Facebook. And I love it. I love it. I don't care. Bring the heat. Bring the energy. I can keep up. I can keep up. This is my take on the game. This is how I view things. And I appreciate y'all 
with much love. Come come back and listen to me again. And it's open for debate. Write me in the comments. I'm ready. Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed day. Good morning, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in to episode two right now. I really, truly appreciate y'all. The love y'all showed me with dropping my first episode. I, I am so grateful for you guys. Like Y'all my little family. <laughs> I appreciate all the love and support. Um, Let's get into it. So week number two of college football passed, and we had week number one officially, you know, after Thursday kickoff for the first time in the season. It was exciting. Like, we're going to hop into the NFL since it was their first week. Going to start out with the Eagles versus the Falcons. Got a lot of Falcon fans out there that I know personally. I'm sorry that y'all went through that again. <laughs> no, I'm just talking. Um, Falcons got their butts kicked by Eagles. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised. I thought that they would play, perform a little bit better than they did. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird with the Falcons. To me, the Falcons have had plenty of talent over the years. So I'm not really understanding it. They got rid of the coach. Hey, he came over here to help us out. I don't know what it is, man. You know, some people want to blame the quarterback. You know, he was getting his butt kicked in the backfield. So, yeah, I blame him some. I blame the O-line. Like, you can put the blame everywhere. But the Falcons should be a lot better than what they are. The Eagles look pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Don't care for them. Division rival. But it is what it is. I'm going to give respect where it's due. Jalen Hurts had a nice performance. Nice performance. Almost threw for 270 yards. You know, he kind of impressed me. Jalen Hurts taking over from Wentz. He's not Wentz when it comes to passing, but if you fit that offense around him and put the pieces around him, Jalen Hurst is a good player to me. Um, Devontae Smith, first game, he looked pretty decent. Not going to lie. I like um, I like Devontae Smith. You know, I, I want him to do well in the NFL, see how he translates. You know, everybody talks about his size, his size. Man, small guys be winning on the field too because you know why? They be fast. <laughs> but um, that was a pretty, you know, well, uh, that was a pretty good start for the Eagles. I won't say it was a good game, but it was a good start for the Eagles. Um, Then you had the Steelers and the Bills. You know, a lot of people probably picked the Bills to win, but the Steelers came out with that um, with that win. Uh, I think the Bills will be okay. You know, it's, you know, Steelers, they got Ben. Ben looked pretty good, but to be honest, Josh Allen – he had a better game. Um, to me, he did. You know, but hey, the Bills will be all right. I think they're going to have an amazing year this year and stuff. So we'll see. Then we are going to jump to the Cardinals versus the Titans. I thought Tennessee was going to look a lot better. I don't know what's up with Tennessee. I am very surprised that Tennessee got drugged the way they did. Um, you know, of course I knew Kyler Murray was going to be good. He's, he's a great player. He almost passed for like 300 yards. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Tennessee should be, I want to say Tennessee to me should be, guess I'll say at least a top 16. You know, everybody was ragging my boy, Ezekiel Elliott. Nobody say nothing about Derek having that bad performance. He, you know, you expected him to, I mean, that's Mr. 2000. 
You expected him to come out the gates firing. I don't know. It was weird. But we're going to see what happens with the Titans. I got to see if they bounce back this week because they look they look like really bad. <laughs> they look really bad against the Cardinals. Um, you know, they had Seahawks versus the um, Colts. Uh, Russell Wilson did what Russell Wilson does. That man's great. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. I absolutely respect the mess out of Russell Wilson. Um, I feel like I said Russell Westbrook. I don't know. I could be tripping. <laughs> but if I did, excuse me. But I respect Russell Wilson. You know, he, to me, that's Seattle all, you know, that he makes Seattle what they are. He is um, probably, to me, going to have a really good season. He's probably going to take them. I don't know. It's weird with them. Like, they go so far and they do so good and then they kind of fall off. But I, I, I could see them making the playoffs this year. Uh, Colts. I don't want to really want to judge them. That quarterback's been out, you know. I don't know. They may be good. I gotta see Wentz. T- I, I originally I thought Wentz was gonna go there and be pretty darn good for the Colts. He still may be. We don't know. We shall see. Then I'm gonna hop on the Chargers and the Washington game. So with the Chargers, Justin Herbert is good. <laughs> I can't hate on this shoe. We face them next week. We better win. I'm being sorry. We face them Sunday. We better win, or I'm going to be upset. But hey, he looked good. I think the Chargers have a pretty decent little squad. Um, I think that we can beat them. I think that we can score. But Chargers look pretty good against Washington. Um, Washington quarterback got hurt. I don't know what. I mean, the backup's not too bad to me. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen with Washington. The way the Eagles play, to me, I got them second in the division right now behind my Cowboys. I still think my Cowboys will win the um, division. I got to see what happens with Washington's quarterback situation. Then we had the Browns versus KC. Oh, my gosh, that game right there. (laughs) First off, it was kind of probably surprising to most people because, you know, you thought the Browns are going to be good this year. um, They're going to be good this year, you know, you see how they've been trending upward, but I didn't think they was going to come out the gates on KC like that. They got Pat Mahomes. You don't think that the Browns are going to come out the gates like that, but they did. They look really good, but then guess what? Mahomes, Mahomes, like, he did what he do. He um threw for over 300 yards, and he had three TDs. You know, he looked good out there. I mean, I know one pass, he's on the other side of the field, and you think he's going to throw to the guy right in front of him before he goes out of bounds, and he throws a cross-body throw to the middle and gets really good yardage out of it. And it's like, the passes this man makes, nobody else is making these passes. Nobody. The dude is cold. Um, and He's very hard to stop. So... You know, KC's gonna be good this year. They're gonna they're gonna do their thing. I think they'll still lose one or two games. He said that he wants to go undefeated. Who doesn't? But I do think they'll lose one or two games. Um, let's hit the Saints and Packers game. Saints stumped the Packers. I don't know what's up with um Rogers, but they, they look like trash. Not to take away from the Saints, because the Saints played really good. I um honestly was happy to see Winston. You know, he's real goofy to me. <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is. Winston is very goofy to me, but I'm happy to see him doing good. 
Um, I can't hate on that. Uh, Winston threw for five touchdowns, which is, uh, sorry, Winston had five touchdowns, which is weird because he had, what, like 150, 150 yards? That ain't that much. You know, you used to Winston throwing a lot of yards, but he still looked really good. Within that small amount, he looked really good. Um, Then we're going to hop to the Bears and the Rams. You know, that game was pretty... It was pretty telling. I I don't want to rag quarterback situation, but I mean, man, they might as well go ahead and throw Justin out there. Um, I don't know. Like to me, I know some people want to wait, let the quarterback grow. Man, put him out there. He's a grown man. Y'all drafted him early for a reason. Let him figure it out. He's gonna figure it out. I think that the Bears can have a good team in the future, but they're going to have to go ahead and get Justin Fields out there, in my opinion. You know, we'll see what they do. I think that it's pretty obvious that you need to start him now. I mean, pretty obvious. But, you know, we had some other games. Um, we had a Monday night game, Raiders and the Ravens. Ooh, that was a good game. That was a really good game. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with the Ravens this year. I feel like the Ravens have so much talent, but it seems like it's always something missing. Uh, you know, the Raiders, I didn't think they were going to win that game because you don't know what Derek Carr is going to bring you. But Derek Carr was balling. <laughs> he was balling. Uh, so, you know, I'm interested to see what the Raiders do this year. They 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 might surprise us, y'all. They might surprise us and do some things, make some noise. But, you know, first week of NFL was good to me. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, we had the first week of the NFL, so that means we are on the second week of college football. So let's talk about them real quick. So college football-wise, you had Oregon versus Ohio State kicking it off earlier in the day. And when I tell you Oregon looks like the old Oregon that we're used to, I enjoyed watching Oregon so much, y'all. Nothing is Ohio State. They always keep a good team. I feel like Ohio State is young to me. They should have won in the eyes of many, especially with Oregon missing five, I think, five key players. Man, you would have thought Ohio State would have came out with the victory. But no, Oregon stepped up. Those backup players stepped up. Oregon looks so good. I mean, they look, the jerseys, everything about Oregon looks so good. Uh, I, I have to, you know, stay tuned to them. I'm curious to see what they do this year because Oregon used to be pretty fun to watch. And then they just fell off for a minute. But I don't know. They're recruiting well now. I think Oregon's going to become what we used to see them doing all those years. Their quarterback looked really good to me. Um, then you had Texas A&M, Colorado. Keep it short on them. They had a quarterback injury. I'm curious to see what Texas A&M does. They were able to skate by with the victory, but I, you know, I don't know. I didn't think Texas A&M looked that good before to me. I don't know. I, I question them. They're a little shaky this year. You had Iowa, Iowa State. A lot of people thought Iowa State was going to do a bit more than what they did, but Iowa looked really good. They, hey, they took over, and they was – they were some headhunters out there. They looked 
really good. Not going to lie. Um, you have Florida, South Florida. You know, the only reason I'm bringing up that, that game is because, you know, people keep going back and forth about the quarterback thing. Mullen seems very confident in doing the two-quarterback system. I'm interested to see how that continues to work for them. A lot of people want him to go with the second quarterback, but he has been pretty firm in him saying that Jones is his starter. You know, they play Alabama. I think this will determine what direction the quarterback thing goes. I mean, to me, I'm not going to lie. The backup looks good. He looks really good. So I think that this week is going to determine a lot of things. You have Stanford, USC. Now, the reason that game is so important is because it led to the coach getting fired. Like, I do not like USC. I'm not going to lie to you. And that's probably because we played them. Texas, that is. We played them in, in the championship game. But I'm just, you know, I feel like we have, like, this kind of small hidden rivalry. I'm not the big, biggest fan of them. But one thing I'll say about them is they have so much talent there. There is no way, no way USC should not be a top team year in, year out. You, to me, where they're located at, the school, the history, they should be a top recruiter, a top recruiter year after year, but they have not been. And you don't expect that out of USC. You really don't. You expect um, them to be a top recruiter, be a top team, compete year in, year out. But they haven't. So the coach got fired. I'm interested to see what direction they go because, you know, they can determine how recruiting turns and all that good stuff. Then I'm going to hop on Texas, Arkansas. I'm just bringing up Texas because that's my team. We got our butts kicked. We got our butts kicked. And, you know, I got to take it. I got to take it for what it is. Um, I'm tired of seeing the whole Texas ain't ready for the STC. Okay, whatever. Think that all you want. Nobody said that we played Georgia and won. You know, I mean, sorry. They were saying that we played Georgia and won. They were saying that, but we went against LSU head-to-head. I know it's different coaches out and stuff. I understand all that. But, you know, look, Texas will be fine. Just going going to the SEC is going to help us in recruiting. We're already number three. Guys, I told you this last week. We are number three in recruiting right now. Texas will be fine when we go to the SEC because, you know, a lot of those players that want to just be in the SEC that leaves and don't choose Texas will start to choose Texas. Recruiting is going to get even better and stay consistent. Long as these coaches prove that they can develop these players, that's all they got to do. Develop these players, get them to the NFL, and that's going to help with recruiting. But, guys, look, I want to switch up the teams this week. We got some exciting teams playing today. And Sunday, I am so excited for the games and stuff. Like I said, I really appreciate y'all. Please tune in, continue to tune in. If you want to go back and forth with me, leave comments. I post my podcast on platforms for a reason. I want y'all to leave comments. We can go back and forth. But all in all, I appreciate y'all just listening. Thank you so much. I hope y'all have a blessed day as always. Good morning, guys. We are back at it again with another episode. This is episode three. Um, We are about an hour out from the game's beginning. So let me drop you a quick refresher. This is probably going to be one of the shorter episodes. 
Um, we didn't have nothing super special happen last weekend, but we had a couple of good games. Um, we're going to start out with college. So let's start out with that Auburn-Penn State game. Very, very good back and forth entertaining game. Auburn is a really good team that Penn State has on their resume. We shall see what Penn State does to finish out the year, see where they land, all that good stuff. But they did beat Auburn by eight points. Very good win for them to beat a, a good caliber uh, SEC team. It's always good to beat an SEC team because we know what their conference is made of. Then you have Alabama and Florida. Alabama won. Barely, but they won. Um, Alabama and Florida usually puts up pretty good games, in my opinion. Uh, we didn't see the backup quarterback. I honestly was wanting to see what he does. Have nothing against the starting quarterback at Florida, but I just wanted to see the back, like them use the two quarterbacks. Um, but, you know, Florida still has a fighting chance. In their division, I don't know if they'll go to the um, playoffs. I mean, I can never say they, they won't because, you know, they have a pretty decent schedule sometimes, you know, for the most part. If they would have won that game, um, they probably would have seen themselves in the playoffs for sure. Uh, then we have um, some... Interesting games. Uh, I'll talk about Clemson a little bit. Clemson played Georgia Tech. Barely won. Barely won. They struggle with them up to the end. Clemson is not it this year. I don't know. Man, it's weird to see them fall off this bad. It's, you know, they lost their quarterback, running back. You know, they lost a lot of key pieces, in my opinion, to the NFL. So, Clemson is really going to have to do well in recruiting to get back to what we're used to seeing Clemson doing. But so far, they seem to be um, doing pretty nice on the recruiting trail again this year. They'll probably do really good the next year coming up. So I feel like Clemson will eventually be back. Um, but they, they, they ain't it this year. And speaking of not being it, neither is Miami. Everybody thought Miami was going to be it this year. They are not. Miami is even worse than Clemson um, in my eyes. They got beat by Michigan State by 21 points. No knock against Michigan State, but Miami, you know, it, from what we thought they were going to be, they have been a disappointment. hate to say it. I know Miami has a lot of loyal fans out there, but they're just not – they're not it as well. Then you got Michigan State – oh, I'm sorry. You got Michigan game. You know, it wasn't a big deal of who they were playing, but Michigan is winning. And all is well in the war in the world for some fans out there that love Michigan. Um, the coach is probably fighting for his coaching job, but they're winning. That's all that matters right now for that organization. Honestly, Michigan is one of those other teams, like I spoke last week about USC. Michigan is one of those teams that you do want to see win. Um, even if you're not a fan, it's certain teams you want to see win. USC, Texas, Michigan. And there's some others that just, in your opinion, have to be good teams in college football because they are some of the heavy recruiters in a lot of cases. Um, not so much as a late maybe for probably Michigan. And um, USC recruits pretty well. Um, they recruited well. They recruited well, um, I think, last year they did. Um, but, you know, it's certain teams you have certain expectations for. 
So let's switch over to the NFL. I told you this is going to be a short week. Um, we're actually going to focus more so on quarterback play, not necessarily um, the games itself. But um, I'm going to kick it off with uh, Andy Dalton got injured. Um, then Justin gets the opportunity. And some people are criticizing Justin, but, dude, he is a rookie. He's going to get his little rookie kinks out. Justin will be just fine. And that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> Justin will be okay. Um, it's good that he's getting this experience right now. Sam Darnold got criticized and bashed. He left the Jets. They did a trade and got them Wilson. They felt like they found their new quarterback for the future. And honestly, Wilson might not be it. Sam Darnold in a different system looks really good, y'all. Like, uh, the Panthers have been winning. They won uh, all three games so far. Uh, they played uh, Monday night football. So that's why they are on um, week three. Monday night or Thursday night. I got my days mixed up. They played Monday like, night, I'm pretty sure. But um, they look pretty good. The Panthers look good. Sam Darnold looks good. Uh, Sam Darnold looks like he has a, a wide receiver, a number one wide receiver that's developing. Like, Sam Darnold deserves some praise. And, you know, the last time they played, um, not this past week, week three, but week two, they played the Saints. And, ooh, Jameis did not, man, look, I gave Jameis praise week one. I gave the Saints praise um, for their performance against Green Bay. Here's my issue. When they played Green Bay, Jameis only threw 150 yards but had five touchdowns. This past game, no. The uh, results were totally different. He threw 150 yards, I believe, again, but he had a couple of INTs in there, and he kind of started looking a little bit reckless again. For one, James is going to have to throw more than 150 yards for them to continue to win. Green Bay played like crap. They didn't show up at all. They stumped them. I give the Saints their credit for that win versus saying that Green Bay – Lost it, you know. I gave the Saints credit, but James is going to have to do better, or he's either gonna lose his starting role and he's going to be on the outs again looking for a team. Um, and then since we're in their division, let's talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Tom Brady looks like the GOAT. Tom Brady's looking better than ever. I don't know what's up with this dude. This man threw for five touchdowns in the last game. Um, it's been a minute since we've seen somebody throw for five touchdowns. Gronk, I don't know what happened. Last year, to me, Gronk was not looking that Gronkish. <laughs> you know, uh, what we know, I felt like he took a step back. But this year, Gronk looks great. Like, Gronk and Tom are back at it again, cooking up some sauce on that field. I mean, don't, I think Gronk had two touchdowns out of those five. Like, I don't know, Tampa Bay... They're gonna be hard to beat again this year. I'm not I'm not claiming them to win the Super Bowl yet. But at the same time, if they go to the Super Bowl, I do not bet against Tom. And if y'all haven't learned that lesson, then you're tripping. <laughs> um, Dak and the Cowboys won. Dak played a good game to me. But Dak did not throw for any touchdowns. So here's the positive out of that. They won. They showed us that they can win with running the ball. Um people try to give Zeke a little hell. But 
um, Tony Pollard is a great quality backup running back to me. I wouldn't make Tony Pollard my starting running back because he's not your typical bell cow that just touches the ball. A lot of times if you give him 15 touches, Tony Pollard is going to probably do damage. Um, He is going to be a – he is a great change of pace running back. And I know we're supposed to be talking about quarterbacks, but I just had to throw that in there. Um, But like I said, back to Dak. Dak looked good. Um, You know, you would like to see him throw for touchdowns. He had that one INT. You know, you kind of don't want to see that. But overall, he looked good. You know, we'll see what they do. Um, moving forward. And then uh, let's give Lamar some credit. Them boys bounced back. Uh, they got the victory against KC. It's hard to beat them. But Lamar and them boys kept fighting. And I want to give Lamar some credit. Um, because to me, Lamar's the type of player that is very good, very athletic. But he could sometimes make some little mistakes here and there. And nothing's wrong with that. He's the quarterback. Quarterbacks make mistakes. They have the most important position to play on the field. So, you know, you kind of, you don't want to hold that against him. But sometimes I feel like he does get a little um, careless in his decision making. But I'm giving him props this week. Um, We did not do winners and losers last week. But this week we're going to do winners and losers again. So my winners in college football... I'm gonna go with ooh, ooh, ooh. we'll go with Penn State. I like what Penn State did. They played quality competition. Our losers in college football. Let's give it back to the uh I want to say the ACC, but I'm just gonna do two teams out of the ACC. Let's give it to Clemson and Miami because they are not it, as I said. And then the winners of um the NFL. I'm gonna give it to Lamar. Like I said, I'm I'm happy to see that man bounce back, and. I could also give it to Tom Brady because those five touchdowns are impressive. But I'm going to stick with Lamar. And then a loser, I'm going to say Jameis. You got to do better, bro. You got to do better. Don't you want to go back to eating them W's, Jameis? But um, thank you all so much for your time. Like I said, we got kickoff in less than an hour now for college football Saturday game day. I hope you all have an amazing day today. Be blessed. Good morning, my beautiful people. It is Friday, October the 1st. First off, why is this year going by so fast? Like we're almost at, like we're hitting holiday season. Crazy. I know. But the good thing about this time of year, of course, is we have football. So let's talk about what just passed this past week. Here is your refresher before we get into the next week of college football and professional football. Let's start out with the NFL this week. NFL is on week three. You had some good games go on, some some surprises within those games, um, especially looking at Kansas City getting beat by the Chargers. That is two L's in a week for Kansas City. The same Kansas City team that's led by quarterback Pat Mahomes, my homeboy, who said that he wants to come out and go undefeated this year with the extra game added onto the schedule because nobody else has obviously done that. But it's definitely not happening with two L's on your record. Um, Chargers are for real, in my opinion. I've, I've been thinking they were for real. I think they have a really good quarterback this year. 
Um, Kansas City will bounce back, I believe. But I also strongly feel like teams are figuring out how to beat them. A lot of teams just could not get that part established. But now they're starting to figure it out. Um, then let's hop to the Panthers. Still rolling. They beat the Texans. They are now 3-0. and They will face my Dallas Cowboys coming up. Um, my Dallas Cowboys played the Eagles, and they looked really good to me. They did, of course. Being a fan, you might think I'm a little biased, but if my team stinks, it stinks, and I'll call them out. Dallas Cowboys did what they were supposed to do against the Eagles, yes, but it was just the fashion that they did. You expected them to win, but honestly, many did not expect them to win by 20 points. Um, Dak is balling. Dak is balling, but... What impressed me the most was that run game. They've been badgering my man Zeke, saying he's lost it, he ain't got it. Zeke looks so good out there on Monday Night Football. Zeke dominated to me. He was very all his runs were very strong, and honestly, I feel like people sometimes don't really understand things, so they just look at the box score and say Zeke didn't play this way or that way and the other. They don't look at what Zeke actually does within a game that helps your team win. The way Zeke can block and protect that quarterback back there is really good at that running back position. But Zeke is going to be the one that's going to run in between tackles, down the middle, and use his strength. I love Tony Pollard, but him and Zeke are two different runners. Pollard, you get him to the outside, he can create in space and stuff. Like, you want to have that combination because it wears the defense down because you got two different styles coming at you. And I feel like ultimately they wore the Eagles down. Um, let's give the Falcons a shout-out this week. They finally get on the board and get a win. Many people were losing hope, saying they're going to go um, – I mean, they're going to lose every game this season. But, hey, impossible now because they won one. So shout-out to the Falcons for getting on the board. They beat the Giants. Um, that's, you know, they're within our division being a Cowboys fan. And, um, honestly, after what we've done to the Eagles, seeing how Washington is doing, I feel like the Cowboys are in prime position to win that division. Uh, then the Steelers got beat by the Bengals. Okay. I think a lot of people hype week one about the Steelers, but the Steelers are not looking that good to me. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think is I think Ben's age is starting to show. Some might disagree, but I really believe his age is starting to show. He is not that mobile, uh, mobile on the field, and that's going to affect what these Steelers are able to do. I feel like they have a lot of um, playmakers out there, but uh, if if your quarterback can't move in today's um, world of defensive ends and defensive tackles and linebackers and sometimes cornerbacks um, rushing the quarterback, you got to be able to move and, you know, get around in the pocket sometimes. And he just seems to have lost that ability to me. Um, So, you know, that's just like a little quick wrap-up of what happened in the NFL. Let's switch over to college. North Carolina got beat by three touchdowns. By Georgia Tech. North Carolina was one of those teams that everyone thought was going to be really good this year. You know, Coach Mack, he took them boys and he created a powerhouse there to me. 
a small version of a powerhouse, you know, nothing major because it, to me, it takes time and time and time to build a true powerhouse like Alabama and stuff like that. But I felt like, you know, he was going to take them to another level. Like they were just going to continue to move upward. Um, but it doesn't seem that they are, I don't know. I, I don't, I feel like a lot of it's the quarterback play. Um, you know, people expected him to be way better than what he is this year. But North Carolina is struggling bad, especially by three touchdowns to Georgia Tech. You are struggling. Then you had Oklahoma versus West Virginia. That was a down-to-the-wire game. West Virginia, uh, they usually try to compete, but honestly, you look at Oklahoma and you think Oklahoma should handily win that game, in my opinion. They didn't. I don't know what to say about Oklahoma. You know, you watch Spencer out there, and he can do he can do some spectacular things, but then also he can sometimes struggle a lot. Um, they have a lot of playmakers, but they are just like what I feel Kansas City to be. Some teams are really starting to figure it out against them. Um, you learn the coach's habits and stuff, and what he leaned towards. You learn what players. Um, are not really capable of completely, and you know how to slow them down. And they, I feel like they're taking the run game away from Oklahoma. Oklahoma has become very one-dimensional. Um, it used to work for them. They used to put up points and didn't matter. But I don't know. They're struggling to me. Um, in the Big Twelve, is you know to me it's an open race for whoever really truly wants to take it. Uh, Oklahoma is, of course, going to play Texas hard. It's it's a big time rival. The Red River um, rivalry, excuse me, is one of the biggest rival games you can watch, in my opinion. Um, so both teams are gonna give it their best. So I I'm actually excited and ready for that game. But Oklahoma has been struggling. Spencer got booed by his own fans. They asked him the uh, coaches to bring out the backup that um just came in this year. Like, I don't know, it's interesting down there. Um, but Oklahoma did come out with the victory. They are still undefeated. You cannot knock that. Uh then Arkansas. Is Arkansas for real, guys? I don't know. I feel like Arkansas has a really good team. Not just because they beat my Texas Longhorns. We did get stumped by them. But I do believe Arkansas has a pretty good team and we underestimated them. Um will they beat Georgia coming up? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not Georgia. Um, Georgia's defense is excellent. But I feel like they will at least start out the game playing well against Georgia. But Georgia might be able to run away with it at the end. Well, not even just at the end, but like (laughs) by the the halftime, they might be, you know, I don't know. I don't see Arkansas beating Georgia. But um, that will be the truest of tests. But they did beat Texas A&M. And um, that's a good win on their record. Then you got Iowa State. They lost to Baylor. Iowa State is like North Carolina. You expected them to be good. You expected them to contend for the Big 12 championship. But look at, looking at some of their performances, like they're losing to teams they shouldn't get beat by. Um, I mean, you can see them getting beat by Iowa, but they shouldn't have got beat the way in the fashion they did, you know? So... I don't know. They're, they're taking a step back as opposed to trending that upward um, trajectory that we thought they would. Then let's switch over to Notre Dame. They blew out Wisconsin. I've seen many people picking Wisconsin to win. 
Notre Dame blew them out. But here's the thing with them. That is a team to me that does all these amazing things during the regular season. They get put in the playoffs and they get beat every time handedly. Like, it makes no sense. So, I don't get too high on them. But that was a very good victory for them. Um, and then my my Texas Longhorns. I'm going to talk about my Texas Longhorns. They stumped Texas Tech. You know, I kept seeing um them say that that um Texas Tech would be a test for the Longhorns at the line, and honestly, they dom- the offensive line dominated. Um, they dropped seventy seven touchdowns. Casey Thompson was spectacular in that game. He had six touchdowns, five passing, and then one he ran in. Um, He has solidified himself as the quarterback, the starting quarterback, in my opinion. Uh, He should have been that, like I said, from the beginning of the season. But that right there solidified that. Now they have a test coming up against TCU. For whatever reason, Texas always struggles against TCU. That coach coaches so hard against Texas at, um, out there at TCU, um, TCU. And, you know, he's going to try to bring it again. Let's see what Sark does in this week. Um, let's hit up the winners or the winner. The winner to me in the NFL for the week is the Chargers. Um, like. You know, anybody beats Kansas City, <laughs> you, you look good. Uh, the loser is Kansas City. That's two L's in a week. Cannot do that. Um, winners in college football, I'm going to give it to Notre Dame because of how handedly they beat Wisconsin. Um, also, being that a lot of people were picking Wisconsin to win, I give it to them. But I also want to give it to a player. I'm going to give a shout-out to Casey for that six-touchdown performance. You know, it's hard to not give him some love. Um, Loser, I will say two teams for me, Iowa State and Wisconsin. Um, You expected them to do more, and they didn't. That is it for me, folks. Thank you all so much for your time. You guys, as always, have a blessed evening. Hello, fam. We are back at it again with another episode. I just dropped one about basketball um, this past Wednesday. I didn't get real into depth about it because, you know, I was just giving a little rant, to be honest. But I will get more into basketball as we keep approaching the season. Um, Let's talk about episode six now. We are in week four of the NFL and week five of college. Uh, We're going to hop into it by talking about the NFL first. The Cardinals dominate the Rams. They won by 17. I was not shocked by the Cardinals winning, but I was more so shocked by how many points they won by. I thought it would be a three, seven-point game. The Rams are a good team. They are loaded on offense and defense. And, you know, they really couldn't hold their own against the Cardinals' offense. The Cardinals, I'm telling you, the Cardinals have a nice squad to me. Um, The Chargers also won. They won by two touchdowns against the Raiders. Uh, Raiders have been doing a little bit more than what people have been expecting from them. But the Chargers are a really good team as well. And um, I was not surprised by the end result. And the Chargers, I think, will continue to succeed this year. The Bills cruise past the tight. Um, excuse me. The Bills cruise past the Texans, forty to zero. Uh, the Bills did what they were supposed to do. I'm just giving them a little, little shout out. Ever since Steelers Week One, um, they took that L, but they've been playing like you expect them to since. A uh, couple of games that might catch you by surprise: the Jets bounced back and they beat the Titans. Wilson looked really good. 
Um, they had certain expectations from Wilson. The reason why they got rid of Sam Darnold. They wanted um, something different out there. But all in all, the Titans shouldn't have got beat. The Titans are not doing what you expect them to do this year. I don't know what's up with them or why they're struggling so bad. But they just they don't look right this year. You know, Derrick Henry had 2,000 rushing yards. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Uh, so you expected him to come out the gates flying. You know, you expected him to be the talk of the um, the NFL this year. And, I mean, nobody's really talking about Titans for a reason. They don't look good this year. Um, Washington football team beat the Falcons. Uh, you, I don't know. I expected the Falcons to win, to be honest. That's not no Cowboy A. I really did expect the Falcons to be, um, to win that game. They were playing at home. But they let the Washington football team with that ugly name beat them. Um, then again, it's the Falcons. I'm sorry, Falcon lovers. But I also am not surprised because they tend to do this, lose games in fashions that you don't, you know, a lot of teams may win. The Saints got beat as well. They got beat by the Giants. Man, our um, little division been balling this week apparently but the saints got beat by the giants the saints should not have gotten beat by the giants overall i believe the saints have more talent but not showing up on the field that way and um we're gonna talk about the cowboys a little bit my dallas cowboys they beat sam Darnold. you know sam Darnold has been doing his thing in regards to rushing touchdowns and you don't expect that out of him i actually believe that um the Panthers have a pretty good team I know that people say they haven't really played as many teams um and that's the only reason why they were undefeated but I personally believe that they have some nice players on both sides of the field Moore is turning out to be a good wide receiver and I actually wanted the Cowboys to draft Moore so bad but they went Leighton Vanderish. Leighton Vanderish came out the gates on fire to me Moore was a little slower in um how he came out but it's like roles have reversed, uh, so it's interesting to see. But the Dallas Cowboys, to me, are a legit team. Um, I know that I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm not one of those naive Cowboys fans. If we suck, we suck. If we're good, we're good. I think we are a good team this year. Okay, let's switch over to college. College football, Auburn beat LSU at home for the first time in forever. LSU is very hard place to play it. I don't care. I mean, you watch those fans on there. They are very much so engaged from start to finish of games, and they will make it very hard for you to beat their team. Um, I actually like the atmosphere they have there. And then Clemson. Let's get into Clemson. Clemson wins, and I'm not giving Clemson a shout-out for winning. I am mad because Clemson has stayed ranked. How are they staying ranked? They lost to Georgia. I expected them to stay ranked because you got beat by Georgia. It is okay. I understand. A lot of teams are getting beat by Georgia so far. But Clemson got beat by Georgia. And honestly, their defense of Georgia made Clemson's offense look pitiful. But it's okay because, once again, you expect that Georgia's defense makes teams look pitiful. But then they turned around. They barely won against Georgia Tech. Then they um, lost to NC State. And they're still ranked. My Longhorns got beat by Arkansas. Arkansas moves all the way up to 10 eventually in the rankings, which leads you to know and believe that they think that Arkansas has a pretty solid team, of course, until they faced who they, fa who they faced this past week. But 
Arkansas obviously has a pretty decent team. Like I said, my Longhorns drop out of the rankings. This team loses two games, and they're still in the rankings. My Longhorns bounce back, beat Rice, then came out and stumped Texas Tech, dropped 70 on them boys. And you're telling me that NC State can lose – I'm sorry, Clemson can lose twice to teams they shouldn't be getting beat by, and they stay – well, not Georgia, sorry. They lose twice to one team they shouldn't get beat by, and they stay ranked, a team that they're barely they're barely beating these teams that they're winning games in. But, hey, a win is a win. Clemson should not be ranked. And then let's talk about Texas A&M because they're frauds as well. They lost against Mississippi State. They have not put fear in my heart since week one. This is not no hater stuff. This is just being real. Texas A&M recruits well every single year. So it's okay. I understand them being ranked at like five, top five in the beginning of the season, but they come out and they don't play up to top five. Um, top five, you know, they're not worthy of it. And um, they got beat. I was not surprised. They even should have got beat by Colorado. Like they, to me, Texas A&M are frauds, but they just keep getting love. Uh, Arizona State stumps UCLA. Kind of sucks for UCLA because you're looking at them and you're like, okay, UCLA is back. They're back. They're playing some ball again. Not to say they're not playing ball. I understand, you know, they they played Arizona State. And sometimes when you play certain teams like that, like Texas against TCU, you struggle in those games. But they got beat. Um, and Texas won. Let's talk about Texas. Texas won a gritty football game against TCU. TCU coach coaches against Texas like it is, as someone said, the Cotton Bowl every single year. I don't know what's up with him and this whole thing with Texas, but he has a big thing about beating Texas. He throws everything, but the kitchen sink at us. He coaches against us. Totally different from how they just lost to SMU. How you lose the SMU? And then I was seeing reports saying that he held back so much stuff to prepare for Texas this past weekend. It's like, so you risk losing the SMU just because you want to beat Texas that bad? A team that, you know, technically you weren't supposed to beat. I think the point spread was close, but even still, you didn't, you know, people pick Texas. Come on, man. That's interesting to me. Um, But... Let's hop to uh, Kentucky beats Florida. Florida, how do you lose to Kentucky? No offense, Kentucky, but Florida, you know, I don't know. Kentucky, they actually do recruit some pretty good athletes here and there, but um, they're not recruiting several athlete, athletes like Florida is. Florida should not have gotten beat, but they took the L. And then um, Alabama, they beat Ole Miss. You know, hey, Alabama, they you expect them to do what they're doing. Um, <laughs> Ole Miss is not on Alabama's level. Uh, Alabama is still ranked number one team, but are they really are they really number one? I personally believe you can't move them. They keep winning. You got to keep them at number one. Um, you, somebody's got to take it from them, in my opinion. Uh, will that be Georgia this year? Georgia is dominant, man. I do not like Georgia, but Georgia is dominant. They dominated against Arkansas so bad. I mean, once they got that um, pump block, it was a done deal. Arkansas, they didn't have no answer. And Arkansas is not the team to come back from playing behind, in the great words of my dad. <laughs> so Georgia did that thing, man. So let's jump to our winners of the week. For the NFL, it is the Cardinals for me. 
Um, like I said, Cardinals been doing their thing. I'm impressed. Loser, I'm giving to the Saints and the Falcons because y'all lost to some teams y'all shouldn't lose to. Our division is not that great, and y'all both took L to them. Um, and then the winner in college, got to give it to Georgia. I'm telling y'all, them boys from Georgia for real this year. They are something serious. Do I think they're going to win the national championship? We shall see. It's a Georgia team. No offense to Georgia teams, but we know what happens. Um, but I like to show them love again. They have a really good team. And this year is something special about that defense. Something special. I'm telling you, something special about that defense this year. Uh, loser, Florida. Shouldn't have taken, um, taken that L to Kentucky. Uh, thank y'all for your time again. I will drop an episode here soon, hopefully. I know by next week you're going to get another episode from me. But I'm trying to get into dropping more episodes. Um, you know, I really appreciate the love. And I hope y'all have a wonderful day. Hey, guys. Um, I missed a week last week, but I am back. We have family coming town from Georgia. And I just want to, you know, focus on spending time with them. And they were here for about a week. So um, that's why I missed time. But I am back. I'm just going to highlight a couple of things real quick. Not going to be with you too long. Um, I just want to highlight um, the NFL a little bit. Give you my top five teams uh, since we are through that first quarter of the season for the most part. Um, in my top five in no order, I have the Dallas Cowboys, the Arizona Cardinals. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have the LA Rams. And I have the Ravens. Those are my top five teams. Quarterback play from all of those five teams have been amazing. The offensive play has been amazing from all of those teams. That's the thing that I feel like they have in common. Um, you know, a lot of times you say defense wins games, but right now we are in a league where you can have a pretty good defense, but these teams are scoring. So, you know, it's been very fun to watch so far, watch these quarterbacks ball out. Um, they still haven't figured Lamar out. Uh, you know, everybody figured they would figure him out by now because he's a run-first quarterback and everybody's like us and stuff. But he's still out there dominating and stuff. You just want to see him doing it in the playoffs, of course. But right now we're talking about regular season. He's been something special to watch. So just a special little shout-out to him. Um, let's switch gears. Uh, let's go to basketball, NBA, thought, NBA thought, um, thoughts. Excuse me. I have... The Lakers, you know, that's my that's my team. I'm a fan. I have the Lakers being a top seed in the West. The West is very competitive. So I have them being a top two, three seed in the West if they can figure it out. But they're going to have to figure it out soon because, um, you know, I didn't like – I didn't particularly like how they lost. You can't have LeBron and AD drop 30-plus and you lose. <laughs> You know, I think they lost for different reasons. Defense, they gave up too many points. Um, you know, it was a lot of different reasons, not even just defense. The bench got way outplayed, and we have too many, too many scores on this team for the defense to get way outplayed. I know we were missing some players, but Golden State was missing players as well. And to be honest, they really only had Steph. That was the only superstar they had out there. So we should have beat Golden State, even even if you want to say that, you know, this is a new team we put together, we got to figure out. We should have beat Golden State um, with just Steph out there. Now, if it was Phoenix and, you know, Utah and some teams that 
uh, have been established for a while and stuff. I do understand. But, you know, I don't know. Lakers, they got to figure it out fast just so we can keep up. Because, you know, you got to also take in consideration it is basketball. Injuries can occur. And if you if anyone gets injured, it can be very detrimental for the season for the Lakers. But, you know, we're going to knock on wood and hope that everybody stays healthy this year so we can contend for a championship. I still think we are in good position in regards to talent. I don't believe Westbrook is the best fit. I was more of a I want Buddy Hill person, but we will see what Westbrook does. He is big time, regardless of what any opinion is. Um, the let's say let's see, uh, the Warriors. You know the Warriors. Warriors if they can hold on to Clay and Wiseman gets back, they can be pretty dangerous because um a lot of those other guys are getting reps, much needed reps. So once you get Clay and get Wiseman back. They'll have a pretty good team, um, and they'll be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, let's give Jazz a shout-out. I think Jazz deserves some love. If they could take it to the next level and have a really good postseason, Jazz has a pretty good, well-built team. They have every position covered, offense, defense, rim protection, um, scores, three-point shoot. They have everything you would need on a perfect perfectly well-built team um let's switch to the east i think the nets need harden to step up and be a scorer again i'm not saying he has to drop 60 points but you want 25 27 points for him per game in my opinion to combat the loss of um, Kyrie. i personally thought Kyrie and katie on the court were way more of a threat than harden and katie because harden took that back seat but now that Kyrie's not there, they need they need Harden to step up um, and become more of a scorer again. Uh, Lamelo is a true baller. I, like what the Hornets did to come back in that game, the I think they went on like a twenty three to two run. Ridiculous, um, if you're a pacer, but um, that was amazing. Um, I am a big fan of the ball boys. I think that both of them are very very talented. Uh, let's switch over to some snubs they did the 75th anniversary um and they named the top 75 players that's played in the league i feel i'm just gonna name three i think the white howard was a snub the white howard was one of the most dominant centers we have seen you know Shaq to me is the most dominant ever right the white howard called himself superman and stuff but he deserved to be in there he got him a ring now so you can't say he hasn't won i think clay thompson and Kyrie were also snubs um i know a lot of people like to go on talent and stuff like that but Kyrie has won Kyrie performed very well in the championship he did win Kyrie hit game winning shot and you're gonna tell me he doesn't deserve to be in there clay is one of the best shooters we've ever seen ever seen top five for sure and you're telling me he doesn't deserve to be in there he's a winner when does winning not count anymore you know um Damon Lillard is one of my favorite players but he can never get over that hump and he's had some pretty good teams I know he's in the west but he's had some pretty good teams um so you know I feel like uh, those were the snubs uh, I want to switch over and give a shout out to Chicago um Sky for winning the championship in the WNBA I am a big Tom Candace Parker fan. She played for the Sparks. I'm a Sparks fan. But I followed Candace Parker for a long time, high school, loan up. And I am very happy for her 
very um happy to see that she got rated mo- I mean got voted most overrated two years ago. And she just went out and won a championship. And she was one of the big pieces, of course. She didn't get MVP because that young them young legs went out there and she, uh Cooper, she was running circles around uh, a lot of people, but you know, Candace Parker p- performed very well. You know, she really put her imprint on that victory and that championship win. Her going back was what set that team over the top. So, really proud, happy for her. Just wanted to give her some love. Um, didn't really, I wasn't really going to get into much college football. Like I said, I'm just trying to fit everything under here real quick for you guys. Um, college football, Georgia Bulldogs, Alabama. That's all I can really say right now. That it's a two-man race, in my opinion. Um, Georgia Bulldogs, number one seed. They deserve it. That defense is phenomenal. Uh, I'm interested to see what takes place. But those are the two teams right now for me that's going to be one, – one of them is going to be hosting a trophy. Uh, we'll see how they get ranked and if they end up matching up against each other. For the national championship, but those are my two teams right now that's leading. And, um, you know, I like I said, I want to be quick on this and just give y'all a couple little thoughts I've had that's passed by. I am really interested to see what happens this NBA season. Football has been fun to watch. It's been fun for me because my team's been winning. I hope they continue to do so. Um, being the Dallas Cowboys, like I said, my Texas Longhorns has been letting me down. It's been some rough Saturdays these past two Saturdays. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready. College basketball is right around the corner. I love college basketball. I love it. Even more so than the NBA, I think, right now and the WNBA. I love college basketball men and women. I cannot wait. Um, but thank y'all for your time. I hope y'all have a wonderful Friday. Hello, guys. It's been a little while now, and I am back with you guys with another episode. Um, just gonna keep it brief, highlight a few things. Uh, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, so let me talk about my Cowboys. My Cowboys, they got beat very, very bad after coming off a really unpredicted win against uh well playing with Cooper Rush against the Vikings but then they turn around and they don't show up anyway shape form or fashion on the field when they played Denver very disappointing loss I want to see how they bounce back no excuses next man up we are dealing with some important key injuries in my opinion Gregory has been balling out you don't want to lose Gregory that's you know, you can't can't say no more than that. But um well without Gregory for about three, maybe four weeks. Not sure on the time frame on that yet. But Cowboys gotta bounce back. We got Atlanta this weekend. Interested to see how they play against Atlanta, who to me can score the ball. You know, our defense a little rattled. They may be able to put up some points on us. We don't know. We gotta see, we gotta see. I would put Parsons at defensive end. Um, a lot of teams lost this weekend, though. I don't know why they ragging on my boys so much. Uh, the Rams got beat. Like, some important teams got beat that shouldn't have gotten beat. The Ravens just got beat last night against the Dolphins. Uh, it, 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 you know, it was a crazy weekend of football. 
But I still think that the top teams are the top teams. They have not wavered, in my opinion. They have not changed. still think the Rams. I still think the Cardinals. I still think Tampa Bay. I still think the Bills got beat. And um, they got beat by the Jags. I think that might have been the worst L of the week. Um, But I still think the Bills. I mean, I don't really. I didn't change my opinion on that. Um, I do believe that those teams are top dogs. I would say Tennessee, but without Derrick Henry, I'm interested to see how far they really can go. So football has been very interesting lately. Uh, I'm going to switch gears, talk about college football. College football is still Alabama, Georgia for me. I don't, I, I don't know. Georgia looks like the better team till they get to the Atlanta Dome. And, you know, <laughs> you know, it happens usually, but as of right now, they are the best thing rocking right now, in my opinion. Defensively, it is very hard to score against them. They don't give up points. Simple as that. So Georgia, to me, is top dog, and everybody else is falling in line. Alabama will probably be their toughest opponent. Uh, I don't really see anybody on Georgia's schedule that I think should fear, you know, be scared. You should be scared to play. So we shall see what happens on the college side of things. Um, let's switch gears one more time. Let's talk about the Milana Braves. <laughs> now, granted, I am not the biggest avid baseball watcher. As a matter of fact, I didn't become a fan of baseball or softball until about four years ago before I moved out here. Right before I moved out here, I went to Atlanta Braves game. And I was like, yo, this is lit. I love this. Like, the energy, the fans. I liked it. I had a lot of fun. And that's when I started watching baseball. And um, I automatically kind of cling towards the Atlanta Braves. And then I liked the L.A. Dodgers as well. So, you know, I was real happy for Atlanta. I am glad that they got the victory. I know for some people, they've been down for so long. That had to feel like, I mean, feel like how I felt when Kobe won his first championship um, without Shaq. I was so happy. I mean, like, it's an unexplainable feeling. So I am happy for the city of Atlanta, happy for the state of Georgia. And they finally got them a championship in that state. Those fans have been holding it down for a long time. Um, we're going to see if Georgia can do that for them as well. We'll see. It'll be interesting. But shout-out to the Atlanta Braves. All right. Let's get to my favorite sport basketball. In the NBA right now, to me, Golden State is the most dangerous team out there. Golden State is still playing without Klay Thompson and Wiseman. I mean, I hate to rag on Looney, but Looney is Looney is not that good to me. Uh, he's clumsy. I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Looney. I think that Wiseman will be a an uh, upgrade for them. And we know what Klay Thompson can do. And he's been looking pretty good. Um, I'm wishing him the absolute best because he went through two big-time injuries. And for him to still be fighting to come back, you know, it's nice to see because some people will throw in the towel. But they are the team to beat right now, in my opinion. I mean, the way um, Steph has been playing, excuse me, Steph, to me, has been the most dominant player in the league. If I gave out an MVP award right now, it would be to Steph. 
I am a Lakers fan. I root for my team. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the Lakers are up and down to me right now. And I know it's early. And we still got time to see. We still got some pieces we're missing that I'm interested to see how they're going to fit all of this in. I feel like we have – I know it sounds crazy, but I feel like we have too many players. It's going to be hard to divide the minutes to players that are more deserving or not as deserving or whatever the case may be. I am a little concerned about Russ. I was concerned before we got Russ. Um, Russ is the type of player that can shoot you in a game. He can shoot you out of the game. He's a turnover machine. It is what it is. That's Russ. Um, Brian and AD wanted him. Obviously, it's something there that they see. I personally wanted Buddy Hill because I felt like we just need shooting. And that Brian at point guard is the best thing you can ask for for our team. But, hey, he's getting older. He probably don't want to take on that load as much. So, like, I'm trying to understand it from both sides. But from my perspective, I would have went with Buddy Hill and let Brian run point and probably get another point guard. I mean, Rondo, to me, Rondo is it. (laughs) You know, Rondo in the playoffs is what you – like, he's different. He's a different animal. So I felt like, you know, with Buddy Hill, we'd be all right. But, hey. I'm not working in front of office for a reason, I guess. <laughs> um, other teams out there, Chicago Bulls look amazing. They are so fun to watch. I um, am a Lonzo Ball fan. A lot of people know that about me. And I like LaMelo Ball, him and Charlotte. Like, the Ball Boys are something something fun to watch. Um, kind of different styles. I feel like LaMelo is a better scorer than Lonzo. But Lonzo's scoring has picked up. He's more reliable. And he fits in perfectly with DeRozan. And uh, can't think of his name. Levine. He fits in perfectly good, perfectly with Zach Levine. Like them, those three. They, I, I can see them going to the conference finals. As of right now, things might change. Teams are going to get better. But as of right now, if I picked a team to go, it would be them as one of the teams in the conference finals. A lot of people probably don't want to hear that. <laughs> But uh, it's the truth. Um, Washington has been balling. Kuz looks good out there. Bradley Bill, them boys have been balling. Uh, we got some other teams out there that, you know, are doing really good this year. Uh, it's going to be an interesting year in basketball. Then we go to college basketball. I am a Texas Longhorns fan. Um, Texas Longhorns are deep to me. I think we can make it to the Final Four. I think Gonzaga is going to be great. Um, I think Duke is Duke actually looks pretty good. I do not like Duke. Behind Texas, I'm a North Carolina fan, but Duke looks pretty good to me. Um, basketball is going to be interesting. It's hard for me to really judge after one game, though. And um, women's basketball, my Texas Longhorns dropped 131 points on their opponent to 36. I would have got on the bus at halftime. It was 77 to 13. <laughs> but um, for me, South Carolina – that's the team that I'm going with for right now. South Carolina is dominant. I love Don Staley. She gets in recruits, and she helps get them to the championship. She is good at helping players get better. Uh, I've been watching volleyball as well. Volleyball, Texas Longhorns look good. They're number one seed. They have not been beaten yet. Um, Louisiana is really good, too. Sorry, Louisville is really good, too. Um, very, very, very 
very strong teams. And they recruit well as well. I've been watching a lot of sports, though. Uh, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all for your time. I got to get back to my baby. <laughs> she is probably somewhere whining, waiting for me. But I do appreciate y'all, for real. I have had a lot going on. I've been dealing with a lot. Patience. I I, I love that y'all have been supportive. But I'm, you know, trying to plan for the future. Take this to another level. Eventually do YouTube. I have plans for my podcast. That's why I keep on pushing. Um, it's easy to just stop what you're doing. But you got to push when you have a passion for something. You got to push and minus for sports. But anyways, once again, I thank you. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. Hey, guys, what's up? Um, I know it has been a minute. Uh, I've had a lot transpire in my life. And I need to take a much needed sabbatical. Um, from a lot of things and stuff. So, just to give you an update, during that time frame, I did a lot of thinking on what I want to do, and I've enjoyed this um, experience, this podcast and stuff, and I don't know, I just really love podcasts. (laughs) I listen to podcasts pretty much every night before I go to bed, and I've enjoyed this experience so far. But I do feel that there's something bigger for me, and I do want to move towards YouTube, I think it's just easier to maneuver through. Some people want to see a face. Some people relate in different ways. And I think that that's my next level of growth this year. And I plan to grow with this. Like, I was so serious when I said I plan to grow with this. I I love it. Um, I love talking sports. But um, sports is not the only thing that I spend my time talking about in general in life. Um, I am big on equality. And um, that brings me to a topic I just want to speak on with you guys for a moment today. Talk to you about Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, to me, is one of the best wide receivers I've personally witnessed play. Um, Three years ago, I was telling people he was the best wide receiver in the league. And um, I truly believe that. Uh, I know, you know, Julio's big time then, but I, I just preferred Antonio Brown like I just felt he I don't know he was just amazing to me I loved watching his game but um we all saw what transpired and um some people don't necessarily agree with my viewpoints on it so I just came here to talk about it break it down more give more insight on how I view things and you know the reason I view things the way I do I have argued about inequality for so long, for so many years. Like I said, it's a big ordeal to me. And um, I feel we have a long way to go. I feel like we've made some progress. You see some officers that, you know, abuse their power. And you see that some of them are getting arrested. Once upon a time, the good boys did not get arrested. Um, Once upon a time, the good boys didn't get no no time, no time, even if they did get arrested, worth anything. And you've seen it carry over into today's time. But I've seen more get arrested. Um, We're waiting on some charges for some. And, of course, they probably will not get the time that they really should if the shoe was flipped. But um, I think we've made tremendous progress in that department. In saying that, we have a long way to go. So trust me when I say I am totally against inequality. 
Um, Antonio Brown says that he was injured. He says that the coach tried to make him play. Um, and I feel like he feels he was a bit mistreated. And if that's the message, I promise you guys, I agree with that message. Um, a lot of NFL players have been mistreated in my eyes. So what he's saying is probably true. But there's always a but. But I feel like his most recent episode did not help his case. Um, we're expected, meaning black people, we're expected to carry ourselves a certain way, to act a certain way. They expect us to react, cause a scene. And, you know, it's expected upon us. Um, some people expect us to do things that are typically out of character for us. You know, what they consider to be a problem child or they make us out to be a cancer and stuff of a team. And, um... I do believe that Antonio Brown has, he's had his ways, but Antonio Brown could have easily gone and done his time in regards to helping his mental health and helping himself out. But we wouldn't know that, right? Unless he says it, you know, of course, and that's just a matter of taking his word for it. But he could have done the time. He could have came back out there on that field, worked hard, busted his butt. He gets injured and then boom, they're trying to make me play. I'm not happy with that. Me personally, I did not appreciate his reaction. Some people are like he had the, he had, you know, all the reason in the world to react like that. You know, to me, it's a he say, she say. But I can tell you that, you know, some of what he's saying does happen. It's happened before. Here's my only problem with Antonio Brown's reaction. Nobody is going to look at that situation and think, dang, poor guy. He was mistreated. They're looking at Antonio Brown. They're going to say he's crazy. Oh, he had another episode. Because guess what? He has a history of that. Like I said, he could have done the time. He could have taken the time to reinvent himself. He could have had a lapse of judgment. But they're going to look at his history. Does it make it right? No, I'm not saying that. But it also does not make it better for Antonio Brown. If I am one of these organizations and I think that he has a history of being a cancer to a team and I see him react like that, more than likely I'm going to take the side of Bruce because guess what? What has Bruce done? What has Bruce shown me? And I'm speaking from the perspective of an organization, not really my viewpoint. You know, when I say things, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm agreeing or I'm speaking from my viewpoint. I'm speaking from how others will try to see you because guess what? They are waiting for us to stumble and they're waiting for us to fall. Um, me personally, we have a lot of great examples out there. Colin Kaepernick is one of my favorites because Colin Kaepernick went out there, produced on the field, right? He stood up for what he believed in. He didn't yell. He didn't say a lot. But it was so resounding. Like, everybody heard his message. You see how mad those fans were. They're booing him. They're calling him this, that, and the other. They're calling him out his name. They're making him be what he's not. 
But the real ones really understood and the real ones saw the message. The real ones agreed with the message. And then you had Colin receive Nike endorsement. You saw Colin receive book deals. You saw Colin receive a Netflix series. And that right there is the real true meaning of getting your message out there. Flipping the script on them. And still receiving your blessings. Because Colin still received his blessings, guys. He received everything that was meant to be for him. He may not be on that field playing, but I guarantee you Colin is totally happy and content with what he's doing now. Otherwise, Colin would have showed up at that tryout. But I felt like Colin flipped the script on them. Then he got them to agree to do something for him. And then Colin showed them, I don't really need y'all. I just want y'all to know that I still got it. And I can still go out there and play on that field. But guess what? It is bigger issues out there. I got my point across. The world sees it. And I'm still receiving blessings. And that is the beauty of what Colin did. You have an example in LeBron James. They tell LeBron James to shut up and dribble because they know LeBron James is telling the truth. Of course, people know I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan, but I respect his craft. I think he is um, he's in my top five, most definitely probably top three. More, he's in my top three. Let me stop lying to you. He's in my top three. I just had to aggravate the LeBron fans out there real quick. But he's in my top three. But the most beautiful thing about LeBron is when they tell him to shut up and dribble, he comes out there and he puts out another narrative. And those narratives he's, he's telling is the truth. LeBron James built a school. He's helping the less fortunate because LeBron James wants you to see the narrative that's really out there. The real narrative is that in this community, y'all don't care about these students. They are less fortunate. They have a harder time getting into colleges because they can't afford it. They don't receive the proper books they're getting. Um, they're supposed to receive because of the area and y'all just don't care. And y'all throwing away these group of kids just because they don't fit the perfect the perfect image that y'all want to display. But guess what? I'm going to build a school. And I'm going to provide them with all they need. And I'm going to give them a fighting chance so that they can go to college. I'm going to give out scholarships. That's how you flip the narrative in such an eloquent way. And guess what? I hear you, LeBron. And others hear you, LeBron. And we praise you for that. And that's... What I want A.B. to be able to figure out how to do. A.B. could have totally taken that and said, hey, they mistreat players in the NFL. They don't take in consideration that, hey, I'm injured. I'm still having to go out there and bust my butt to get paid. They don't believe me when I tell them that I'm hurt. I'm going to put that narrative out there and let them know that they fired me on the sideline just because I said I could not go any longer. But instead, what are we focusing on? His reaction. We did not hear the message. We did not hear the message and we did not receive the message. I might know the message, but what I see in my head is him jumping up and down on the sidelines. And that's what people are thinking and seeing. We have too much of a great history behind storytellers. Uh, in regards to storytellers, excuse me. We have poets. We have authors. Like I said, we have Colin. We have LeBron. We have prolific figures that speak out. We had, in the past, we've had Muhammad Ali. We've had Kareem. We've had Magic. 
We've had Carmelo. We've had Kobe. We've had Dwayne Wade. Like we've had so many prominent figures speak out and we hear the message and we believe in their message and we believe in what they're trying to put out there. So much so to where they have their counterparts. You have Steve Kerr. You have um, Coach Pop speaking out because they know right from right and wrong from wrong. And it makes others that are not quite like us start speaking out because they see the trials and tribulations that we're going through. Like I said, we have too much of a good history in regards to storytelling. Egyptians put out stories and hieroglyphics and we were able to translate their stories. Let's not forget Egyptians are black people. We have great poets. We got Hughes, we got Maya Angelou. We have poets that put out stories to let you know what's going on. We had Martin Luther King, we had Malcolm X that spoke out and you heard them. It was power behind what they were saying. And that's all I want for AB. I want AB to figure that out. You know, I'm not gonna knock him while he's down because guess what? AB has probably gone through a lot and we don't really know what AB go, what goes on in his head. But if AB, excuse me, is totally healthy, his mindset is clear. He's not suffering from any other ailments. He doesn't, quote unquote, need any help. Then you have to hold him accountable for how he reacted so that he can be better the next time. And all I'm doing is holding him accountable for how he reacted because I want for people to hear his message that he's trying to put out there. I respect AB. He is a phenomenal player. But I feel like A.B. has to work on his decision making only to help him. I don't care what it does for others, but only to help him. I believe in the message. I support the message. But don't let it get lost in translation. That is my time. I appreciate you guys. Please, please, please take a listen to this. This is very, very important to me. A very important topic. And feel free to reach out to me. Shoot, some of y'all got my number. You got my social medias. Reach out to me. Thank you so much. Y'all have a wonderful day.